Welcome to the Seven Figure Salon Podcast. I'm your host, Helena Gibson, founder of Strut Hair Solutions and creator of the Seven Figure Salon Training Academy. If this is your first time with us, welcome, because each week we go over the seven pillars to the seven figure roadmap which after almost two decades in the salon and retail business, these pillars have become my best practices for success. And what I love about the pillars is that they are complete from your mindset, which if our mind isn't right and strong, how can we show up as our best selves to our lifestyle? All the other pillars talk about business, but the whole point of business is to support a lifestyle. And we've all been there where we get burned out or we look back and say, what am I doing all this for? Well, these pillars remind us what we're doing it for because if you're not taking care of yourself, your business will will suffer. So this week, we are on episode 14, which is marketing. So... A question I often pose to business owners, people I meet out and about or have worked with, is I'll ask them, just what business are you in? And nine times out of ten, they'll say, I'm a hairstylist, salon owner, or I'm a sales professional, or whatever the business that they're in. But my response back always kind of throws them off, especially if they're in some type of um, business that relies on sales, I will tell them, you realize you're in the business of marketing. You're basically a marketer. And then I always get this puzzled look because in my opinion, any business that relies on sales, their number one business is marketing. So what is marketing, you ask, right? I mean, there's there's so many different um, ways people throw marketing around, marketing and advertising. Well, Marketing is the action of promoting your business, which you need to be doing all the time. Teaching your customers why they should choose your product or service over a competitor. I mean, that, that's really what marketing is. Why do I go to ABC Car Wash versus the one that's closer to my house? Because I like the way that they make my car smell, or I like how fast they are, or that they offer me water, or whatever that might be for you. Really, marketing is telling the customer and teaching them why you're better. So my question to you is, do you have a marketing plan for the month, for the quarter, or the year? Do do you make a plan for your business? Uh, For Strut, I do a monthly and quarterly For me, a year is a little far out uh, to manage, and since I like to revisit my plan at least quarterly, this works for us. Um, I also like quarterly because as new products come out or new services I want to try or offer, um, if if it's a year, it's just too far. I Actually, I do most all of my goal setting, um, budgets, and everything on a quarterly basis because We've talked about this before, I believe, in the mindset or strategy when you're setting plans up and stuff. You want to be able to not be so rigid in your plan and have room to be flexible. So for me, uh, quarterly planning and monthly planning provides that flexibility. So the other thing 
is if you stop marketing after a while, sales can dip, at least in my experience in retail. Um, so if you think about it, why does McDonald's still advertise? Right? You see the commercials. You, everybody knows there's a McDonald's, but they get it. They know when you're hungry, they want to be top of mind. I know when my client starts losing hair or the doctor tells her, you know, she's going to need a wig or any kind of issue my client might have, I want to be the first one she thinks about when she's looking for my products or services. And I've really always kind of run um, my business like that. And that's how I've always thought about marketing. I mean, I want Strut to be the first thing that they think about. So, because, I mean, because we're always there, right? And gosh, boy has marketing changed over the years. So there used to be TV, radio, and newspaper. Those were basically the top ones. Maybe you would do some direct mail. Um, and I used all those three, which with much success in my business when I first started out. Um, at least the first five years. Oh, and I forgot the um, yellow pages, right? Like the big dollar bill size ads. But that was 17 years ago. And then I remember the ads getting smaller. I went from a dollar size ad to then a business card size, right? Because then all this internet stuff started coming out and the landscape changed. And now I'm focusing on paper clicks and Instagram email marketing and I'm still learning how to use all of these platforms because this stuff takes a lot of time to master. Um, I don't know how long you've had your business but when I first started uh, TV and radio they, or, or the newspaper they always had a sales rep that would come out and give you data and they kind of did all the hard work for you you know and I'm sure that that fee was you know put into the advertising somewhere. Well with internet marketing nobody comes out and shows you how to do it or you're paying these um, SEO companies a ton of money and the problem with those types of businesses is it's not easy to see it's not transparent what are they doing and they cost thousands of dollars and that's not always including then your paper clicks and stuff I mean that's separate you might pay a thousand dollars a month to an SEO company, but then you still have to pay a thousand dollars a month to Google for your pay-per-clicks. So you really have to take the time to master this and um, be patient with yourself. I have to remind myself of that. Uh, I do a lot of research and stuff with how to manage the analytics because if I'm having a conversation with my SEO company, because I do have one, I definitely don't want to be on the disadvantage of not knowing what they're talking about. I know just enough <laughs> to annoy them with questions, um, but it's made for a great relationship and I've actually had the same company for I believe three years and I was just on the phone with them. I talk to them every other uh, Tuesday uh, for a catch-up meeting and I was on the phone and he had told me I was like their longest running client because it was um, some guys that had just graduated from school and I just kind of grew up in that with them and it's been awesome and they're you know been very supportive of my business as I have been of theirs and I've definitely seen the difference in our social media and online return 
on investment, which would be your ROI. But next, after you come up with that you have a plan, next I want you to come up with a budget. So this kind of stuff can get very expensive. So I don't recommend spraying around at all with this. You really need to be thorough because there are a lot of different best practices on budgeting for marketing. Now for me at Strut, I project what I want my year in revenue to be. Okay, so what do I want to make in the year? And then I base my budget off of that. How much growth am I projecting this year or want to try to attain? And that's kind of how I pick that. I hear too many salon owners, business owners who don't have a plan or a budget in their marketing and I really feel like that's a mistake. I almost feel like marketing sometimes gets left to the side because we have so many things pulling on us from the daily fires in our businesses to the bills we have to pay the product we have to order, you know, but the marketing gets left to the side. And the marketing is what gets us the customers to make the sales, which keeps our business going, which is why this is such a roller coaster when you are a small business. You know, and, and the other thing, though, that I love about being a small business is every day is different. I get to become an expert at so many different facets where if you're a big corporation you have one person that does all the marketing or better yet you have a marketing department with many people or you know you have um, a purchasing department etc well with a small business the nice thing is I have my fingers kind of in everything and I know just enough about all the all the uh, what's the word just all the facets of my business and I like to know that and I feel like that has made me um, very successful. Um, I've also seen clients cut their marketing off when sales are down and I feel like that is a big no-no. Retail can go up and down, salons can go up and down. I mean when I had my auto repair it went up and down. You've got to be consistent. I feel like consistency is key. Um, I don't agree with cutting in your marketing. Um, I know that some people cut there because you can't cut your rent. You cannot cut your PG&E or SDG&E or any of those other bills that you have. So those are fixed costs, right? I mean, you're going to get that bill every month. Your marketing bills they're not fixed and you can cut them and they seem not necessary but truly those are the most important ones because as I've always said our sales pillar is the one that keeps us in business but the marketing pillar sets us up for the sales we've got to get the customers in the door or the clients whatever you call your people that purchase your products um, you have to have a way to get them and you have to stay top of mind with them and so that's something that I you know do a lot of studying on and and work on often because people's people change generations are different what speaks to one generation does not speak the same to another so even with ours um, on social media we stay with Facebook well we post different photos to Facebook because that is a very different client than who we're posting to on Instagram because of course that's a much younger client and one platform is more photos and hashtags 
one platform is more videos but now that Facebook has bought Instagram that I feel like they're gonna get a lot more similar and I've seen some of that with their back-end dashboards and taking the time to read the dashboards look at your analytics we've just started um, doing that on, on Tuesdays as well uh, before our staff meetings I go through all of our dashboards to see you know how many new uh, followers do we have how many have we lost seems like that number never really changes because by the time you get new ones and some old ones drop off but that's one of my goals now is doing more with our social media because there's so much room for growth excuse me and marketing is making a relationship with your clients that's actually what I, I, I think that I changed that definition it's building a relationship with your clients because people buy from people they like know and trust and by marketing they get to know who we are they get to like us and then they trust us so when they need our product or service whether they're buying a car or they're buying hair they trust us and then they'll come to us so that's just some food for thought for you to think about and also uh, they used to say that clients needed to see your ad or um, you know marketing seven times to elicit a response well now that's as much as 12 times I just saw that in an article I want to tell you it was in um, entrepreneur magazine or something I'm sure you can google it I know it's more because people are now inundated with ads everywhere when they're scrolling on social media if they're watching TV um, if they're driving down the road, there's ads, listening to, what is that, XM radio. I mean, unless someone's paying to remove the ads, they're, they're getting inundated all the time, every day. So what can you do to make your ads stand out? I think that's what I'll talk about next time we get around again to marketing because I think that's huge. Is Now, let's say you've made your budget, you've made your plan, but how do you make your stuff stand out? So it is very important um, to make sure that that's why you're there, that's why you're consistent, because you are a marketer and you're in the business of marketing. So I have to tell you, um, last week was a replay, if you, if you caught that. Um, I was in Columbia at a leadership conference for women. And boy, does that take a ton out of me. I just got back last night, so I'm still a little kind of dizzy. The, um, the altitude was like 8,000 feet where I was at in Bogota. But oh my goodness, there was so much information and networking. And I always come back so excited and just ready to light the world on fire. So with that, I wanted to mention something we have coming up in San Diego, our second seven-figure salon intensive next month. I'd love to see you all there because we're going to go over the seven pillars more in depth. Plus you get that peer-to-peer -peer networking. Now here's the catch. We only have 15 spots because we're going to really dig deep and foster an intimate environment. Because I don't know about you, but when I go to a training and there's hundreds of people there, I can kind of feel lost. You don't really get to talk to the host or whoever's putting on the event. And even the one that I went to that I just came back from last night, I met some amazing women that I will probably be friends with like the rest of my life. But that's only five out of the 80 of us that were there. 
So it made me feel good about the fact that our events are 15 people because when you leave, I want you to have 15 partners, um, you know, if possible. So if this sounds appealing to you and you maybe just even want to just check it out, visit the Seven Figure Salon forward slash the Seven Figure Intensive for more details. So I've got to get back to my emails now. I've got an all-nighter probably to pull after being gone um, for the week and then back to the studio tomorrow for, you know, Love Tuesdays. you got everything going on. So if you got value from this episode on marketing, it's my goal that you did. Please subscribe, rate us, and until next week, to your success.